The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. another week with no weekend episode for you guys to enjoy yay yeah. <laughs> we did you. that on max thank you midterms thank you uh-huh. we love you it's i had great. stuff to finish up for animation so dude so did i, I like very... I, I was panicking i actually ended up crying once my mom it was like the third or fourth day where i was sitting there for 13 or 14 hours just like trying to figure out how to program in c plus plus at the same time as learning a game engine you know uh-huh. uh because i apparently i was supposed to take c plus plus first and it was like a requirement and uh you know nobody flagged my account like they're supposed to and uh i took this class I mean, I have a 97% in this class, so, like, I'm doing okay, but I want to keep it like that, you know what I mean? So that's why, like, I stress myself out so much, because I want to do mm-hmm. well, and, you know, mm-hmm. I want to get that that associates mm-hmm. and move on to this next school. But besides mm-hmm. the point, you know, um, <clears throat> just move on. Yeah. No, it's school. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I was just, like, I'm just going to keep ranting for, like, another 15 minutes. I'm pretty much like... caught up now. I just have a few more things to finish before the weekend, and then I'm done. Dude, I'm, I'm, done. I'm done for the weekend. Well, actually, I at the beginning, I have a class once a week that lasts, like, three hours. Uh, that mm. class is Thursday, Thursday nights. That's why I'm never available Thursday nights. But it lasts from, what? like, 6.30 to 9.50. Every single class period that I have, he gives us two quizzes right at the beginning. And you have to get there early. Is this the is this the 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 the, the computer not the computer Jesus the the coding guy? Yeah, yeah, the one, the, old the dude. one, yeah, the, the one, one who looks like he took the bad acid in nineteen sixty. Yeah, the one, the one that I had for whenever I took Python. There. Mm-hmm. No, I remember him. Yeah, he always did that. That was one thing that really annoyed me. Is that he would do that, and it, it, it was it. Was, <clears throat> Yeah, so. dude, he, he was just really inconsiderate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to students. Uh-huh. It's all it's all about him the entire time. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that's been happening this week. We don't actually have notes <laughs> written out. Yeah, I didn't um, even write any notes because literally nothing has happened in my life except for midterms. And hence why the Saturday episode didn't come up exactly, yeah. you know, like we wanted it to. Because, you know, we're all struggling just a little bit, you know. Well, Give a little forgiveness, that, if you would. I, I'm caught up for what I need to. I just have some things I would like to finish off this week. But we'll have some stuff recorded for this weekend and the weekends yeah, after. We have so much. Yes. I know we have some stuff that is backlogged that we definitely need to do. So, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Let me know how Anyways, uh, your Wednesday afternoon schedule is tomorrow. But after, oh, after, some... after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of what else has happened. Notes wise, there's nothing. I mean, we'll talk about the big, the big tragedy when we get to uh, the news. 
Uh, Which you guys but, have seen the title already, so you already know. What yeah, we're about. I mean, we're we'll, we we'll, 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 <laughs> we're gonna cover it as be- as uh, for what we can because it is a touchy subject. But our weekly recommendations, something that I saw this last weekend, I saw it this last week because it just so came did, out. So Eternals. Did so did we. Eternals. Yep. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was okay. I mean, there, I like, of course, like I, I, I could I see. Told, the... I told you my grievances. You know, like it yeah. was, the, it was definitely the choppiness. It was definitely like you don't know when you are half of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you do because like uh, they did one of my favorite things was putting the title cards in the corner. Oh Tell, no, I like that too. That was a good you, thing. I just when like they jump, but I think that I... they jumped too much. They didn't need that much. Uh, backstory on some of these things i think the backstory was fine i think just the way they they put it together was really weird they could have set it up very chronologically instead of jumping back and yeah, forth. yeah yeah like so. minus the sex scene oh my god jeez i don't want to get into that because like <laughs> that's just a whole nother thing right there i know that's the first that's the first official sex scene in a marvel f- film mm-hmm. in an in mcu film and uh you know I, that this and, movie and, got banned in like a bunch of Middle Eastern com- uh, countries because of uh, Fau- Faustus. Faustus's gay relationship, yeah, no, uh, that <laughs> did get banned, and that's also sucks. Um, but no, I thought it was okay. I just like also the CGI was really cool. Also, yeah, just, no, that was really cool. There's a lot to take in for what's about to happen in the MCU. So, yeah. I know now um, we got deviants running around, but like, are they the bad guy really? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. They just man, wanted to that's... live their life, really, except for this uh, power sucking guy. You know, I don't really like uh-huh. him. Just he's just he's he's going around taking what's not his. But if he wanted to live as a deviant, you know what I mean? Like calmly yeah. on the earth, that's one thing. But if you're like sucking people's powers and like fucking taking over towns and shit, like that's not cool. The de- so I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen because it just came out this weekend. We'll have a spoilers for it. There, we'll just talk about it and then. But another thing that we well we both saw a different I guess at the same time. Just I was thirty minutes late before I like before literally you were, you. you were like 30, uh, you were like 30, 45 minutes behind me. I'm it like, was, I, was, I new, was like that's weird because I'm like halfway through this movie. It's it's a new western on Netflix called The Harder They Fall. It's it's a full uh, main black cast too, which is uh, different for a western because I've never seen one like that before. I know, but and I was really talking cool to you too. before the show saying like, "This is awesome. I never could have got something like this when I was a kid." Oh no, not 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 then, but now yes. Uh, and they had a great cast for it. Um, oh no, it, no. it was a it was chalked full of young african-american actors and actresses uh-huh. like it was fantastic yes. oh yeah uh no i liked it i thought it was good uh it's on netflix so you can go just go watch it then that's called the harder they fall and then you finally saw pig yeah uh yeah i definitely and... uh teared up a little bit at the end you know oh yeah no it's a bit it's like a bittersweet ending and stuff like that in the store in the and the quest, I guess, is essentially what they're going on, is uh, a lot to deal with. It, it, it's a very, I, it's just been a while since I've seen it, but it's more fresh. It was, it was unexpectedly emotional. Oh yeah, of course. It was for. I know how and you feel about Nick Cage as an actor. I'm very touching. Well, I, I said he has some good movies, but the majority of them are shit. So anytime he puts oh. out a movie, I expect it to be shit. Yeah. 
in this one, he he I, he he talked a bit, but he wasn't like a full on talker in this one. Oh hell no! Um, he would say like sparse words, very mm-hmm. very sparse. He was mostly it was main here. mainly in this one. It was full on just showing his how he felt, the emotion that he felt. No, action. dude, it was just full on Nat Wolf, bro. Yeah. Under that he was there. Mustache. He is. He was the ri- the rich uh, the rich fuck. Not I'm not even a rich fuck boy. He was just a rich boy. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, go go see Pig. I guess you can rent that. Um, what was the other things? These are the things that I saw on my own time because I haven't seen them in a while. Twenty one and tw- well, twenty one Jump Street just went to Netflix. I'm well, why not? I'll watch it. And I forgot how funny that was. No, no, that I movie's fucking it. hilarious. I love it's that so movie and good. I've seen it so many times, dude. It does. And then I rented twenty two Jump Street because I was like, I want more of this. And then I w- watched that one as well, and I like that one too. Um. Both yeah. of them are very solid films. Both of them really are, and I'm happy they stopped when they did. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> and then the other film, which I originally wanted to put on the top 100 list, but I'm just going to recommend now. We both watched this late night at your house, dude. Like, lit- didn't- dude, literally, I th- I thought that's this was a movie that was just gonna like you weren't like staying the night or anything with Katie. Like, and, uh, no. we were just watching a movie and we started at like 1220 or something like that. Uh-huh. And I expected everybody to fucking fall asleep and like literally nobody fell asleep and we watched it because it was fucking riveting. It, it was so intense the entire time. It was super intense set from the perspective of a villain, which is so cool to see because but, you don't but get a you lot unra- of You unravel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, you and, unravel and it as a Initially ghost. you think he's just a good guy. You know what I mean? And then like you see more and more of his character come out from the time that his brother's in jail you know this is like the first 30 minutes that happened you figure out kind of a few things that are about this telling him that telling you guys that he's the villain big of a surprise it's more so the actions that cause like that he does and and stuff like that they're so they're oh, so oh my god like, i forgot I'm about not, the, I'm not the bottle. Ruin it or anything but you what? remember the bottle do you remember the bottle what they did to the dude with the bottle yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude. I was just like, oh my god. Oh man, that was too much, too much for 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 that one dude. But uh, that's also on Netflix. Good time. It has Robert Pattinson in it. Um, it's an really a- good. It's film. an A twenty four film. So it is an A twenty four film. It was on the top one hundred list, but it's definitely up on my like top ten list of drama films or like thrillers whatnot. Um, because it's just really, it was really good for uh, a film that I have never seen before. Right, um, right, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's a good time, but a bad time at the same time. <laughs> I say that every single time we wa- talk about it, watch it, whatever. Like I'm like, it was a good time, but it was a really bad time. Yeah, no, good time is a bad time, but all- as a film, it's a good movie. Uh, go watch that if you can. And that's it for the recommendations. And now we finally will get into the news and what happened over the weekend. Um, if you have not heard, I mean, if you're living underneath a rock, you will, there is no way you have not heard this. This is such the, this is one of the biggest things that happened since the Alec Baldwin murders. Sorry. Um, murders with an S. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's, uh, that's also a very sad one too, but this is, this is just as devastating. Uh, there was an asteroid concert, uh, set in Houston, Texas over the weekend. Um, and uh, unfortunately, there was a lot of people who got injured, 
and unfortunately, hundreds, eight people, hundreds what? of people got injured. Oh and yeah, eight no, people it was it was really bad. At, and and at, uh, is at Travis Scott's Astro World <clears throat> concert. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, eight people lost their lives there. And condolences and my uh heart goes out to the families that lost because those people were like apparently the victims were ranged from eight from 14 to 27 mm-hmm. and that's a pretty young age people for literally got them. trampled to death like, yeah they got the, crushed this is, they got this is like literally one of the most gross and unnecessary things and i've seen my social media is flooded with nothing but posts of other artists stopping the show people take pictures mm-hmm. of when people stop the show you know what i mean of course of when they stop the show because they see somebody's injured in the front they could see it and they stop everything they're like cut the lights on we aren't doing this right now until this person's up off the ground and we know that she's okay you know, I mean, like people from, is... from Post Malone. Post Malone, by the way, dropped Travis Scott on uh, uh, one of as one of the leads on his uh, concert. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally. Probably good on him. Yeah, no, good on him because like Posty stopped the concert before too. Like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ali Sykes, you know, uh, you know what? That that's a completely different genre. You know what I mean? But this, but I want to make a point. I want to make a point with met with the metal genre. You know what I mean? Like the metal fandom, the metal genre, the uh, the people uh, who do that. I've fallen in a mosh pit before, and people mm-hmm. around me have stopped and picked me up without me asking. You know what I mean? That's, like that's, that, that's exactly do. what you're supposed to do in a scenario like this. Instead, if you notice somebody's underneath your fucking foot, get up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like push people out of the way. Somebody's going to fucking die here. You know what I mean? Like this, this is, this is why black Friday at Walmart doesn't happen. Like it used to, people used to bum rush the door and people would die because people, people would, would get fucking the, trampled to, tr- to get trampled to death and stuff like that. Here, people got crushed to death. As well as they got asphyxiated because they couldn't breathe because the amount of people that were on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, it's it's so bad. I saw a, 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 a story about a girl who's trying to get attention by getting on top of one of, like, I guess one of the standing platforms that they were having or something. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, two, atten- uh, two other employees of Travis Scott's or something like that telling her to get off, even though she was yelling at them that there were people dying and it didn't seem like they cared. So that's on their fault. Uh, that's the, the organization. No, no that's hundred percent. Like they didn't have enough yeah. security. They the management, didn't have enough, the management. Yeah, no, that's fault. the management like, of the, like you have to lay blame on Travis Scott on top of uh, yes. laying blame on the management and security in that. It's in all of their, it's, it's all together a whole thing. And I feel so bad for the people who had a, like be in the situation and like not even that one of the kids who who died was like the youngest one was eight years old no nine years old that's what it was nine years old and that's awful um and like not even that there was another thing that just came out saying they had like the intent the employees calling like the deceased people or the dead people they had code names for them and stuff like that uh just so that like i don't know it's a whole fiasco right now and i uh, there's much love to the families that lost their like like their siblings and and family members and stuff like that because this should not happen no this should never happen this, this 100, you're going to a this concert 100% for fun. was avoidable 
you're going to a concert to have fun and have enjoyable and be and like have a good time and stuff and not like be injured in any way and stuff. And I've seen so many videos like metal community is a big one, but I've also seen artists that I didn't think would ever act like that. Um, do you know little pump the guy who did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Lil yeah. Pump. There was a video of him. I, I, I always think of him as like, a, he, I don't know. I don't like his, I don't he's like a, his music He's an internet sensation more than a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just he, the way he, he the way he shows himself off in his music is, is a lot different than how he acted on stage when I saw it. Right. There was someone in his crowd having a seizure, and he told everybody to stop and like literally get this man help. That was something that like was surprising to me from that. Even and <clears throat> so, yeah, I can show you a hundred photos like right now of artists stopping concerts. Because it's people good are getting thing. injured. It and means- no, that's 100% a good thing because it means that they're fucking human, that they care about people. You know what I mean? That like listening and watching their fans and making sure that all of them have a great time at the concert. Right. Like, And for Travis Scott to kind of keep going and not know about – well, I'm pretty sure he did at some in some aspect or whatnot. It's just awful. It's a bad, it's a bad scene. And even so, I mean, this isn't even what the article that we picked up was about. No, but Uh, we have to preface the article because somebody may not understand what we're talking about. I know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But not even like that. Everybody's dropping stuff with some because of this thing between uh travis scott asteroid like collaborations yeah, with post him malone dropped him and the article that i chose was that Fortnite dropped him uh because yeah. Fortnite was a big purveyor of the travis scott you know they uh, had a concert held in it yeah like, like astroworld thing like they just got uh-huh. rid of his shit you know what i mean because one you know that con the that that fandom of Fortnite is aids and uh mm-hmm. they would totally spam it in the same way that they spam the whips Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. Crazy. Like, they do the exact same thing, you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, uh, anyway, <sighs> Epic Games, Epic Games has removed the Travis Scott Out West dance emote from Fortnite following the rap star's deadly World concert in Houston, Texas, which killed eight people. Yeah. Like I said, hundreds were injured as well. But, it's, uh... Sucks. And I hate talking about this stuff, especially this. This is something like I said that should not happen at a concert of all places. No, people so, people go there to have fun and, you know, no. end up not going home. Dude, no. It's it's it, it's, it, yeah, it's fucking that, chilling, you know, and like we were saying we're not going to feed into the uh, you know, the hype, but there there's people making this a religious thing. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to even get into that. No, no, I'm thing. not gonna. I'm not That's gonna get another... in. I, I know I'm not even gonna get into that because I I could say some fucking words about that, but like, no, like no, I'm not even gonna feed I'm into this bullshit. Just no. Like that. That's it. It at first. Th- I'm just gonna say one thing. It's just disrespectful. That's it. And yeah. I'm not. I'm not. That's all I'm gonna say about. It. But we're gonna move on from the sad topic. I really want to move on from the sad. Topic we're gonna. We're gonna. Well, no, that's as low as it goes for the rest of the show. Like. Uh-huh. Uh, everything else is nothing but the up and up from here. But anyway, moving on. Uh, hard stop, pivot. We are moving on to astronauts. <laughs> from uh, asteroid to astronauts. Um, we should have wrote that down ahead of time, dude. Like, why do you not? <laughs> what? Like, oh, you wanted the, the that? transitions? <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> we could write the transitions ahead of time. We should. We should. Oh but, man. Uh, okay. But anyway, 
astronauts are out here making space tacos, bros. Like they're growing their fucking plants on the space station and they harvested their first space peppers, chili peppers. And uh, they whipped up a batch of tacos and used the first ever chili peppers grown in space. Wow, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. They said the crew sampled the red and green chili uh, before getting creative with their new ingredients in the kitchen. You know, like having actual ingredients up there versus something that's been freeze-dried to be preserved for three years. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, there's definitely a difference in flavor and taste and especially in a place so bland you know what i mean the air doesn't even smell like anything up there you know no no it's it's probably stale as fuck yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. like you're just s- sniffing recycled want- farts oh no i wonder if they have aerosol or- no they have ozium up there just no no ozium. they have a purifier they have a pure air okay. purifier you know what i mean like so if somebody shits themselves like all over the inside <laughs> of the cabin <laughs> <laughs> and it's just zero gravity flying all over the fucking place, beating up on oh, people's man. eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine getting pink eye from floating shit in space. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> holy shit. Anyway, literally holy shit. But uh, mm. <laughs> uh, the crew had conducted... Uh, yeah, okay. Chilies. Some of the chilies will be sent back to Earth for analysis, much like the red romaine lettuce and various other veggies the astronauts had cultivated in space. So, like, that was the first chili pepper that they had done in space, but they have lettuce up there. They have, like, all kinds of other stuff, like fruits and veggies that they're growing uh, just in space to see if they're, I don't know, different, yeah. mutated. I don't know. Like, that's that seems like a really cool experiment. It's an experiment at the same time as being practical, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you're not just wasting your uh, supplies. Uh-huh. No, yeah. that's true. I think it's just cool that they made a taco in space. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they need to get fucking Gordon Ramsay up there. Like, they have him whipping up, ta- like, space tacos in the kitchen. Oh, man. What was that thing that I just saw that You're was trying to sell idiot. me shit that was, being, that was sent to outer space? And they brought it back, and they're selling it now. Oh, man, what was it? Was it coffee? Was it... Oh, no. I can't remember. I want to remember that, because it would be, it would be just like that. Essentially, they could market in like making tacos up in space and sending them back to Earth and calling them space. <clears throat> I mean, that's yeah, incredible. but that's a lot of fucking money to like even take so- even take something out of the fucking stratosphere, dude. Like, oh, of course, of course, you would never make your money back, but you know what? People would definitely buy. It. <laughs> would you like this one million dollar taco? <laughs> we only made twelve for space. <laughs> i want to find what i'm talking about i want to find what i'm talking about uh because i feel like it's coffee i i I think it was space coffee i'm gonna look it up because uh, man i swear no 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 damn it okay i'm not gonna find what i was talking about it's fine it's all right you know what we're moving it's from okay. astronaut space tacos to uh, more space stuff, you know, kind of, but sliding into that Marvel news. Uh, uh-huh. The movie that we saw, The Eternals, won the weekend domestic box office with $71 million in ticket sales. Also, the score went up for it. Cause, oh, cause, did it? Yeah, yeah. Critics had been, like, slamming it, but, like, the audience score has gone up. 
Well, of course the audience score is going to be better than critics. Critics are too critical about what they say. But it has a relatively yeah. good, like... The critic score went down. It's now 46. Yeah. The audience score is an 80, though. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, it's just... <clears throat> I think it fits in pretty well. You get a lot of information. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, is it choppy at times? Yes. Uh but you'll hear, it, you, you can hear a more in-depth uh, talk about this movie on one of our spitting spoilers. So. Oh, of course. Is it going to touch on a lot of big topics that is a lot to handle for certain people? Of course. Mm -hmm. um, but they're, but, yeah, just, but building yes. in, they're uh, just building into the bigger universe. And it's making its money back anyways. So, for the most part... <sighs> Yeah, uh, it made $71 million in ticket sales, but it failed to surpass the opening weekends of Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Uh, let me see. Down here, globally, it has made $167.1 million. And okay. yeah, yeah, that Rotten Tomatoes score really sucks, but I don't know why it's even like that, honestly. It's the critic score. The critic score is going to bring it down and listen to the critics more than their own views sometimes and i really dislike please make your own opinions about stuff right don't just follow what the critics say that's mostly what our shows started out as you know what i mean like uh especially the trash talk like oh yeah because like there's some well, there's I mean, some I'm, movies I... that we watch on there that aren't bad movies no, but, like, for some of the movies that we have to put on there, of course they're going to be bad, but... Yeah, no, we there's... chose we chose bad ones on purpose because it's more fun. It is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but moving into more Marvel, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, yeah, it, it is halted filming after Letitia Wright, like our main character, <laughs> on, has an onset injury. Uh, injury. Oh no! Yeah, Not yeah. Injuries. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <sighs> Letitia Wright plays T'Challa's sister Sherry, uh, and she was injured during a sequence involving a stunt rig back in August. Wright has been recovering in London while filming continued without her. However, director Ryan Coogler is said to have shot all the footage available that doesn't include Wright, and so production must halt until she can return to the set. Awesome. It must have been a serious right. injury in that in a fucking rig. You know those rigs go fucking crazy. One of those arms can just fucking malfunction and just fling you around like the Hulk with Loki. <laughs> uh, it snaps some bones. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, the the uh, movie. I thought I included the. Oh, there it is. It's still on track. Yeah. For uh, November 11, yep. 2022. That's what I was going to um, get at. I thought I put that at the bottom, though. The synopsis is still under wraps and stuff like that. But you know what? We'll learn about it eventually. Um, Hopefully she uh, heals quickly and is able to get back onto it. Uh, but you know what? Only time will tell. Right. <sighs> yeah. But uh, moving on to another black suit superhero uh and we're also switching from marvel over to dc uh -huh. the batman movie with robert pattinson i guess he's the theme of the night we should just put his name in the title <laughs> oh pattinson yeah it, it's 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 uh the pattinson uh... partition <laughs> what, what, i don't uh, even 
I don't even. Know I don't even know the Robert Pattinson panic uh, partition. <laughs> the Batman synopsis says Bruce Wayne begins as no quote unquote no better than a serial killer. That uh, makes sense. I like that take because it's true. Partition. I like that. I like that. Especially with reference to a country with separate areas of government, the action or state of dividing or being divided. So saying Robert Pattinson panic partition means Robert Pattinson is splitting into dividing parts. <laughs> so he's having a multiple personality disorder breakdown. He's he's converted back to meiosis. <laughs> Or my mitosis, one or the other one. But uh, yeah, he's he's, he's called Robert Pattinson only with one T though. R Pats with a Z. R Pats. <laughs> uh, cringe. Anyway, what, what um, were we talking about? Uh, Bruce oh, Wayne, the, the the man bat. Yes, the man bat. No, that's Morbius. We're talking about the Batman. <laughs> When mom asks if, uh, when mom says that we have Batman at home. No. Shut <laughs> <laughs> a shitty one. Uh, Fuck no, that. we have Batman at home. This isn't Batman, mom. <laughs> Bro. Mom, do you think Batman has claws? Does no. he suck the. <laughs> suck. Of course. Why do you think he's called Batman? Um, the Batman is an edgy action-packed thriller that depicts Batman in his early years struggling to balance rage with righteousness, with righteousness as he investigates a disturbing mystery that has terrorized Gotham. Did you just, does he just keep going around yelling rage? Rage! Rage! He doesn't even, he doesn't even, he doesn't even let them answer. He just punches their face in. <laughs> yes, dude. No, he punches their face in and then asks, then ask answer. them questions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're missing like six teeth and their fucking eyes <laughs> are spinning around blood. and they're gargling blood and their lung just came out of their fucking ear. And then he's like, tell me where the bomb is. And like, you know, it just, they have to get on after that you know what i, I mean? feel like they, that'd be a good skit where it's a superhero who just kills his and kills the, his enemies and then asks them questions <clears throat> yeah yeah so like he kicks somebody off a off a off a building and then they like splat onto the ground and then he asks them the question yeah the man bat <laughs> <laughs> the man bat <laughs> yeah dude but uh anyway yeah dark dark batman batman are pats peace sign moving on Anyway, uh... You got emo Batman in the midst. Emo Bat... Will there be emos in 2022? His, fa his favorite <laughs> album is is The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Stop. When I was a young bat... <laughs> <laughs> I flew into the city. The city. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna... I'm gonna keep singing the song if I don't. To stop see it. a circus clown. No, no, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't. But anyway, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin went on another rampage and killed another movie crewmate. Oh no, the murders are getting the murders. Um, the murder uh, rate in Hollywood is going up. But anyway, uh, no man, it's it's getting people keep dying in in. It's not great. Good, good. 
Yeah, it's not, not good. good. But anyway, a crew member on the production of Indiana Jones 5 has been found dead in Morocco, where filming has gonna, been taking place. Uh, the New York. Is this going to come out? If, like, because you know how many, like, they just had a crew member die now. But then Harrison Ford, like, broke, what, his arm or leg or both of them on set? Morocco sounds pretty dangerous, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what Morocco's crime rate is. I don't know. But uh, the guy's name was Nick Kupak, like Tupac with the C. Uh, uh-huh. A 54-year-old grip. On I wonder the- if they're related. Stop. <laughs> a 54-year-old grips, uh, gripsman on the film's second unit was found dead in his hotel room in the city of Fez. F-E-S, not Z. Okay. But uh, Walt Morocco Disney Studios safer. has told that to New York Post on Thursday. Uh, Disney stated that Kupak's death was not related to the production of the film. A specific cause of death was not released. He probably <laughs> her- heroin overdose. Yeah. Um, Morocco is safer than Jordan, France, and Italy. Okay, cool. So it's not terrible. All right. No, doesn't sound bad at all. But anyway, Indiana Jones 5 was originally planned to release July 2021, was delayed to June 30th, 2023. Wow. Yeah, I wonder why. Harrison Ford's not going to make it, bro. Harrison Ford is, is going to come out of this film paralyzed. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that out loud. I I feel the like poor I'm man. sorry. Why would you do this? I'm sorry, but but think about it. He's already he's what is he now? 86, 87. He's getting there. He's he's getting he he's getting up there in age. And if he's going to get continue doing an action film like this, which by the way isn't coming out for another two years, so that means they have more to shoot for it. He is how old is he? Seventy nine. So I wasn't. He's not too old, but he's still up there in age, <clears throat> and he's broken an arm and a leg. I'm assuming both on set. Um, I just hope that he c- doesn't come out of it like what I said. But <laughs> yeah, we shall see. Um, and speaking of things that we shall see in the future, uh, Netflix has officially continues. Well, it just continues. It's continuing to push its big move to anime stuff with a dozen of exciting new shows and films coming out. Um, Netflix has been trying, has been pushing that for quite a bit, as well as its cartoons and animated stuff as well. It's been pushing a bunch of animated stuff uh, like out just recently. And it's continuing its heavy investment into the anime industry by announcing a ton of shows, including some very high-profile sequels. Uh, So, Yeah, no, so uh, in prelude to what you're about to say, they just added about a month ago, if that, um, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind, which Mm -hmm. was season four? Four? Season four? I thought it was season five. Five? I thought it was season five. Depends on how you break up season one. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. JoJo season five. What is it? Golden Wind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, I thought uh, four. No, three was Stardust to Cra- Crusaders. Four was. That was the one with the, with the uh, Josuke. Diamond is Unbreakable. Josuke. Yeah. Yeah. Diamond is Unbreakable. That's what that one. Yep, I like that one. 
that one was pretty mm -hmm. cool because it was off the beating path and did like it didn't necessarily have uh there it didn't it necessarily go all the way around their stands it didn't like force you force him to use his stands you know what i mean he did yeah. use his stands but there was more than just like that extra shit going on there was like an actual oh, yeah. there was like an actual murderer in the town you know what i mean and uh <clears throat> not just somebody who uses their powers yeah of course well of course on December 1st of this year, the release of JoJo Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean Part 6 is going to be happening. Yep, with Jolene. Um, yeah, with Jolene. And it's going to have 12 new episodes that are going to hit Netflix on December 1st. Um, the other notable releases include Seven Deadly Sins, two-part film series from tw in 2022, which will take place after the end of the Shonen Battles anime main narrative, and a spin-off prequel to the... Oh, what is this? Obscenely horny gambling and I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, uh, Kagaguri titled Kagaguri Twin on August 22nd. Uh, August. Okay, yeah, you 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 missed you missed one you missed one little vowel there. It's Kagaguri. Oh, okay. There you go. See, I knew I was gonna fuck it up. Uh, comes out next year in August. A fourth season of a slice of life office comedy called oh, fuck me. Agrigetsu. Uh, it's Agrigetsuko. Agrigetsuko. Jesus. Okay, coming out December sixteenth of this year. Season two of the CGI battle anime Ultraman coming out in twenty twenty two. A serial series sequel of Tiger and the Bunny in twenty twenty two, and two Detective Conan films which currently lack a release date. In addition to the sequels, Netflix is also offering a slate of on-girl-on-original programming. First is Vampire in the Garden in 2022, which is a which is a proud member of the quote-unquote two girls who bond over music genre about a human and a vampire becoming friends. The second is The Orbital Children on January 28th of 2022, an original which comes out on the same day, I think, as Green, if I recall. So, an original anime production by several an industry legends. And then finally, oh no, Rula Kuma's Theme Park Adventure in 2022, a stop-motion series about a lazy bear at a theme park. Oh, Jesus. Okay, there's still a bit more. They have some live-action offerings. The un upcoming li uh, live-action Gundam film... <clears throat> You also have, which does I don't know, it doesn't say it has a release date. It says it has two release uh, unscripted reality TV offerings in 2022. Last on Standing and Love is Blind Japan. Two films, Love Light, I don't care. These sound like uh, reality shows. <clears throat> but you know what? They have a bunch of anime dish coming out. Japanese stuff. I was stuff, looking into the Orbital Korean, Children. Whatnot. Cause I, never, what? I, I had never heard of the Orbital Children. And I looked it up, and it's a story that begins in the year 2045 when AI has advanced and anyone can travel into space. Children born on oh. the moon and children born children from Earth who are on a trip to space meet at the Japanese-built space station on Shin, but their future is decided by the seven poem. Okay. It's a six-episode series. Uh, oh, okay. Youthful, Limited series? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Youthful, futuristic anime reminiscent of Coil, A Circle of Children. Alright, so, with that, I found a crazy trailer for another Netflix series that is coming out, and it's basically Hell on Earth, 
Um, but it's also by the guy who made, who's behind the two Train to Busan movies. Danny Trejo. No, yes, Danny Trejo, the guy, that guy, Machete himself. Yeah, Machete. Um, no, uh, the show comes from writer and director Yeon Sang Ho, and that show is called Hellbound. I went and there's a trailer for it. It's a South Korean horror series, uh, coming to Netflix. And there's a few of those that I've seen, but this one looks a pretty looks interesting. Plus, it's by the Train to Busan guy, which, if you don't know, Train to Busan was on our top 100 list, Listen, and it's very, very good. Train to good Busan, more like it. What'd you say? I want to unsay what I just said. Did you say the train to Bussy? Yeah. I hate what I said out loud. I'm sorry. As soon as I said it, I was like, fuck, I'm being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> the train. Oh, the train to Bussy. Oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, you're trying to. <laughs> Uh, okay i know sometimes i just need to learn how to shut the fuck up like it's it really, do, what it's does really the train play claire to loon 24 7 stop. <laughs> stop okay anyways so the synopsis for hellbound is this unbelievable there's a trailer for this by the way. uh hellbound tells the story of all the otherworldly beings called death angels who show up and begin and issue a decree and condemn individuals to hell as you might imagine, these supernatural events can cause complete chaos. So the so full synopsis for the show is this. Unbelievable demonstrations of hell take place in the middle of, the, of Seoul, right in front of crowds. Mysterious beings condemn individuals to be hellbound, and the otherworldly beings appear exactly at a specific time to kill the condemned to a brutal burning. Rise above the utter chaos, resulting in the... In, oh, Jesus. In these... In... in <sighs> inexplicable supernatural occurrences is the commanding voice of Jung Jinsu. Oh no. Yu Ah-hin, which is the actor playing the leader of an up-and-coming religious organization known as the New Truth. He claims that only sinners are marked... familiar to what we're about to talk about after this. I know. I know. <laughs> That's why I tied these two together. He claims that only sinners are marked for con uh, condemnation uh, con Jesus, yeah, condemnation. Yeah, no, you said it right the first time. Condemnation. And these occurrences represent divine will to make humans righteous. A group of his followers will, with blind faith, the arrowhead, take into their own hands the punishment of those who will go against the divine will. The world becomes a living hell, but some fight back. Essentially, people are getting condemned to hell. There's a super religious cult trying to do some weird mysticism behind there, and then there's people fighting back behind it. So, yeah. And it drops on November 19th, 2021, so, like, literally next week. Next Friday. So, yeah. Uh, I can talk about the stars, but I feel like I'm just going to fuck these names up. <sighs> They're pretty easy. Yeah, Wu, uh, you got Yu, uh, N, Kim, Hyun Ju, Park Jang, Jesus, Jung Min, yeah, yeah, Park Jung Min, Won Jin Ah, and Yang Ink Jun. And I hope I said those right. Very easy, easy names. I hope I said those right, and I didn't butcher those. But we're gonna move on to our next topic, which, by the way, I found this, and I was, I was ecstatic when I saw this because this make this is so this is gonna make me happy to see this on, like on this on on like the big screen uh leonardo caprio has been set as a uh a he's, very he's, fanatic he's about to win person. another oscar 
Yeah. Do you guys know what the Jonestown Massacre is in the 1970s? So I got uh, it confused with Heaven's Gate, and it's not yes, the same those thing. Those both happened at the same time, but this one was much more intense. This was like eight. This was like four years after it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1970s, there was a religious cult leader called Jim's Jones who made like 900 people commit a mass suicide in Men, Jonestown. women, Guam. and children. And children. And Leonardo DiCaprio is set to play that religious cult leader, Jim's Jones, in an upcoming film. So MGM is set to produce and develop a new features film project titled Jim's Jones, which will tell the story of the 1970s religious cult leader who was behind the tragic mass suicide, which... Of course, like we said, over 900 people tragically lost their lives. Leonardo DiCaprio is set to star in, in the film as Jones, and he will also produce the film through his production company, APN Way. <clears throat> and this is going to be an interesting role for DiCaprio because he can play crazy roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be. It's going to be very interesting to see him play a cult leader. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I don't I'm, think I'm definitely excited to see him go psycho. Oh yeah, no, no. Uh, Jones, and this is like the backstory of how this hap- how this worked out, how the Jonestown came to be. I'm just going to discuss it like very briefly. Jones founded the People's Temple in Indianapolis in 1955 and promoted it as a fully integrated congregation, promoted Christian socialism, and then by the 1970s he opened a rejection traditional Christianity and claimed he was God. He became a person that believed he was God reincarnated. And then he constructed constructed Jonestown and Guana in 1974. And then over four years, he was able to flee from government oppression of the U.S. As well as there was rumors of human rights abuse and a bunch of and sexual abuse and and a bunch of stuff. And the U.S. Go- government settled de- delegation in 1978. And that didn't really work out because at that time, a bunch of defectors eventually would be gunned down by Jones' followers. And even then, right after that, he ordered a mass suicide to all his followers. He even the people who did not want to die. He 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 killed. And then for the kids, so yeah. So anybody anybody no, he made the adults drink the Kool Aid too. That's- he made 304 of the children in an act that entailed drinking flavored Kool-Aid with uh, cyanide. And 19 in 18 people died. So, yeah. And this is a big thing that happened in the 19th. And this was like four years after Heaven's Gate happened, which was another thing that ha- that happened. Another That, one, that one was people- the UFO quote. Uh, cult. Yes, that was the UFO cult that, that drank uh, cyanide-laced Kool-Aid as well and killed themselves to try to ascend and now they're making a film about this which is going to be written by scott rosenberg who has done venom (laughs) he's done uh venom beautiful connor high fidelity gone in 60 seconds jumanji the new jumanji films and and stuff and mgm picked it up for a seven figure deal so yeah and this will be and this is this is just coming there's another this this is another one this is just a shout out to another dicaprio film just coming out it has jennifer aniston coming in it it's called don't look up on netflix that's coming out real soon and it's basically about them trying to show that the world is ending but the world is ignoring 
At least that's what I think it is. Uh, it could be about like it's something about like something coming to the earth and no one wants to recognize it. Nobody wants to recognize it. Hold on, let me let me find it. Two low-level astronomers go on a giant media tour to warn mankind about an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Interesting. Yep. Comes out December 10th. It's actually got a decent cast right here. Chris Evans, Leonardo, Leo DiCaprio, Timothy Chalamet, Chocolate Bar, uh, Charleston Hugh. Ariana Grande is in this film, which is really weird. Um, Meryl Streep. I don't know. I mean, Kid Cudi. Why is he in here, too? Jesus. Kid Jonah Kid, Hill? No, Kid, Kid Blanchett? Cudi, Kid Cudi's been doing a lot of acting as of late. I, I watched him in that uh, that Shudder show that I was watching. Fuck. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Ta it wasn't Tales from the Crypt. It was Creep Show, I think. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, he starred in the cool. Werewolf episode. Got it. Well, we're going to move from one psychopath to multiple psychopaths. And finally, season 15 of Always of Sunny in Philadelphia. What? Some of my favorite psychopaths. Oh, my favorite psychopaths. My favorite assholes. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia in season 15 will premiere in December. So on December 1st at 10 p.m. on FFX, of course, they will release the... Uh, they will premiere season 15 of the comedy series. And it will include... This will include the first two episodes of the new season... Which will only include eight episodes, which is sadly small, but I think they're doing quality over quantity, mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. I'm fine. If these episodes bang, then I, I'm fully alright with it. And of course these episodes will bang, because from what I know, is that they are going to... Oh, also, by the way, this will also make this series the longest-running live-action comedy series in television history. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that's 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 awesome. That's awesome to see a show like this to still continue mm -hmm. in this day and age. In this is, climate, is, you know, <laughs> this climate is fan is is amazing. Even though that Hulu has taken down some episodes and stuff like that, it's still impressive that it's still able to keep itself afloat. Hundred um, percent. <clears throat> yeah, but like I said, December first, first two episodes. There won't be eight. But apparently this one's going to be insane because the gang finds themselves at the crossroad in a strange new world in the wake of the COVID-19 and all things 2020. So we're going to learn about what they got up to in 2020. Yeah. Um, which, oh God, is... which is fucked up. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> so many bad things could happen. Like they tried to do um, Wade Boggs in 2020. <laughs> Hell they no. tried to give out bad. They tried to make fake vaccines. <laughs> they would sell the vaccines right right exactly um you know what i i, I can't wait to see it because these this show this is what well, this is also on our 100 list favorite show like comedy show live action comedy show always sunny there's no doubt um and i can't and yeah can't wait if you want to understand our humor you need to watch that show <laughs> which one always sunny yeah yeah, oh, of course. Hulu has all the episodes except for the ones that are banned. So you have to look for those somewhere else. Um, Torrent. Speaking of, what? Torrent. Yeah, you can do that. Speaking of something, uh, I, I don't know, sequels, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this isn't official that he's making it, but he has read a script for it. Yeah, uh, do yeah. You wanna... Edgar yeah. Wright has already written a Baby Driver 2 script. Like, so there's, there's no confirmation here that the movie's on its way or is in production. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
but the movie, the first movie was fucking fantastic. I'd love to see Ansel Elgort in there again as Baby. You know what I mean? Like maybe oh, yeah. get, maybe getting himself like back into it. Like or we, maybe we he could, he could switch it up and go with a different baby. You know what I mean? We could have a scene where he actually goes and visits Kevin Spacey in his jail cell, like his actual jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, ba- the first Baby Driver was incredibly <laughs> successful. The budget was only thirty-four million dollars, and they earned two hundred sixty-six point nine million dollars. And I paid for that movie twice. <laughs> you came back for me, baby. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd come back. This is Kevin Spacey saving it to Ansel Elgort. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can like film uh, Kevin Spacey in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? that's that. That's what I was saying. We we keep him on that side, and then it's we go to his actual jail cell, and that's how they film that scene, that interaction between them. And it's only one scene, and that's it. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, that that excites me. Baby Driver was awesome. If you've never seen it, that was also on our top 100 list. It. Please go see it. Great. It's a fantastic. And you know the, what else is great sound. and fantastic, bro? What? The Dune producers confirmed part two will start filming in July. Of the next year. Well, July of, of this year is already fucking passed. What do you mean of next year? Okay, of July 2022. <laughs> I was like, whatever. actually, he uh, is going to travel back in time. First of uh, all, he's figured out time travel. Second of all, we, uh, if, yes. if it was going to be a producer to do, uh, it would be the one who's doing Dune. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the Spice I, Melange. Ascend all space and time. I, I got the Spice Melange and I went back in time to become the producer of the. How'd you figure it out? Yeah, you know, it was a little predictable. We need to write a better script next time. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Dune Part 2 will start filming July 18, 2022. I repeat that in 2022. Uh-huh. Uh, it's still doing really well. It's it's yeah, making it was... money every weekend. So far, uh, it has grossed $84 million domestically and $246.5 million. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, you, if you, it would be billion if it tacked on three zero. Mm. Mm-hmm. Big number. Yeah, anyway. I don't know if any film has made over a hundred billion dollars. Could be. You know. Any film. Okay, no, I got to ask the highest grossed film. Avatar. Uh, it's probably Endgame. Probably. Oh no 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 no! That's right because we talked about how Apple resurpassed it again. Yeah, cause because they, they, they re released a re release. <clears throat> no, there is no film that has made over. How much did Avatar that. make? Uh, oh, Jesus. Okay, hold on. We're gonna get into semantics right here. Uh, right now it says two hundred. No, no, not two hundred. Two point eight billion dollars. See, you're having the same issue that I was. You're like 200, and I was like, that's why I stopped because I said 246, and then I was like, I didn't uh-huh. count. I, I didn't count the zeros before I started talking. <laughs> no, I, I, you had it right, and then I, but no, no film has surpassed three billion dollars. Interesting. Yeah. On paper, that is. <laughs> on paper, on 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 what we have on. The- 
Yeah, yeah since we started cool. keeping track, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. It's cool to see that, dude, well, it's it, of course, it was greenlit, so now it's official and it's getting made and ready and they're getting costume design and everything set up and the script getting put together and whatnot. So, you know what? <clears throat> I think that's awesome. And it's great to see that they're putting the time and effort into it and it's going to be awesome and it's going to finish the story for the first Dune, and then hopefully they make the next Dune films. Bro, you want to know what else is going to finish a story? What? Halloween ends. Halloween ends? Oh, no. Halloween's ending? Yeah, yeah. The third Halloween film, the final Halloween film, apparently, according to the director, is going to be one big tribute to John Carpenter, which is exciting because I know how much you love John Carpenter. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 John Carpenter, he, he's a he's a visionary man. Some of the greatest horror thi- things that have ever uh, crossed cinema. For sure, I agree. Sure, I, that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> that <laughs> I'm sorry, look- I, I'm just flashing you- back to that fucking meme that you sent me of the fucking dog standing in the corner, and it was like they don't know I'm the thing, and like uh uh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh you- uh fucking Kurt Russell was standing there, he was looking oh. all confused in whatever screenshot that they fucking chose to crop, and I was like, what the Did hell? Did you know another reason why John Carpenter is one of my favorite guys is because he looks like Albert Einstein? No joke, he look. He- <laughs> I just sent you a picture of him. Um, I was trying to look at the wrong computer. It's all good. (laughs) He does kind of look like Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein had a more round face, though. He he did, but like you you get what I mean. Like he has the the hair and then like the mustache that's kind of growing in right there. Yeah, Um, yeah. He looks like he could turn into a mad scientist at any moment. Oh no, he is a mad scientist. What are you talking about? He's got that Jekyll and. in, uh, a, in, his own, in his own way, but he's not a, like, certified, you know. Oh, no. Of course not. In his own way, with his films, yeah. you can see it. But you're saying that Halloween, that the trilogy, the new trilogy is ending, which is, of yep. course, makes sense. It's going to release exclusively in theaters October 14, 2022. It'll be very different from Halloween Kills. There's not a lot of games in it, and there's not a lot of wittiness and retro joy. Uh, it's kind of a coming of age film in a very different tone. And that's what excited me about it. And I don't know if I'm excited about that, by the way he's putting it, but (laughs) I don't know. Coming of age horror is to, and, uh, it's to have the three chapters that I've been involved in a very, uh, be very different from each other. And they're all there to honor Carpenter, but aren't necessarily just emulating him. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, no, like, the practical effects in those movies definitely stands out to me, you know, because, like, you never never forget the fucking light bulb scene in fucking Halloween mm. Kills where he smashed the fucking bulb and then stabbed that lady in the fucking throat. It made me cringe, and I don't cringe, you know what I mean? Like, I do not cringe, and I was like, yeah. whenever that happened, yeah, yeah, like, that was nuts. Like, it looked hyper-realistic. Very weird. They're getting better with the effects each day. Right. So, right, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I mean, unless are are you done with this one? No. I'm good. Cool. Uh, speaking of a trilogy, speaking of a, a saga that needs more practical effects and blood and gore, uh, the Harry Potter saga. Yeah. <laughs> I introduce to you 
rated R, rated, rated R, R, R Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, they Columbus. would have a which one? Which which spell makes you go paralyzed? Like, there's a spell that makes you go numb. I can't remember. I don't know, but, but the first uh, thing that I thought of was rigor mortis, and I wasn't about to say that out loud. Rigor mortis, isn't that? No, the rigor mortis <clears throat> is what happens after you die. Yeah, like, that's when, when your body when, gets when your stiff. joints get stiff. So it might have something to do with that. I was gonna say that they do that, except you you die. Wingardium Just... Leviosa. When oh, Guardian mean, Leviosa shoots you up into the air, what no, are you no, talking about? No, no, Avada Kedavra, the one where you die. Avada Kedavra. I think that's where you paralyze somebody. No, I no, don't know. That's, that, that's a death curse one. That's one of the one of the like the five mm, cru the Cruciatus curses is what it. Okay, well they need one where it to like spontaneously explode. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. <laughs> or or implode. That's a better way. of yeah, but uh, Christopher Columbus, you know, our favorite, who our favorite destroyed... guy who ruined Thanksgiving. The guy, but... the guy who sailed the ocean blue in yeah. 1492. Yeah. I said that wrong. It's 15 something. I fuck. Okay, no, you I don't. Had, you had that right. I did. 1492. Was either, I really right? It was either 1392 or 1492. But I think you were right up. with 14. I'm gonna look it up because I I haven't talked. I haven't done that song. It rhymes. So... It rhymes. Like it does rhyme. It ends in ninety two, one hundred percent. But it's either thirteen or fourteen. Okay, hold on. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Died in now. He was born in nineteen in fourteen fifty one. In office fourteen ninety two. So I'm gonna assume he definitely did fourteen ninety two. Okay, yeah, so yeah, was yeah. Wrong. It wasn't a hundred year difference. I was like, you just okay. have to decide which one he was alive during and pick that one. <laughs> well, there's there's fifteen oh two, which was his his fourth voyage. Uh uh. But it, I, it's no, his I know first it, voyage. I know for a fact that it ends in ninety two. Mm, it's the it's the first voyage that's where he went and found the Americas on the Enterprise and decided to take people's eyes. Um, <laughs> you don't know what he did. We don't know fully what he did. <laughs> he had so. a necklace of eyeballs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, man, that should be an that, item. Write, write that down for later. That's a, such a raw image. I know, dude. Like, I I think of eyeball. Like, whenever I thought of that, like, I have a very specific image in my head that popped in that will never leave my brain. And I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. And it actually involves a real eyeball. Oh. So yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. So in seventh grade, we dissected a lamb in class. Oh, we and did that with a cow. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So my teacher was dissecting this lamb in front of us, and I'll never forget because she like one of the one of the boys like pulled the eye out and like snipped the <laughs> optic nerve out of it. You of know what I mean? Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like one of the one of the John Deere boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, of well, course he did. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. He did. It was one of them because that's where I grew up. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she she went to go pick up this ball, this eyeball uh -huh. off of the desk. Uh -huh. And when she picked it up, it, she, she grabbed it in her hand and it no. squirted into her mm. mouth. This formaldehyde fucking lamb's eyeball. And I'll never forget. 
And I'll never forget the juiciness of that eyeball and how she licked her lips afterwards. Like, I thought I was going to fucking explode. Like, I thought I was like, I just want to... She didn't do it. She wasn't phased? Was she phased? she wasn't phased. And she was the teacher with OCD. She actually had OCD. And I was an asshole and would purposely come in and move all the desks sideways. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you devil you devil child i wasn't thinking about it as seventh grader right like a- anyway i had an argument with uh, with her uh this exact same teacher i'll never forget she looks like miss frizzle anyway uh anyway <laughs> I, she's got ocd i don't fucking know dude but anyway uh this teacher she she got into an argument with me because i asked for a pair of scissors and she was like no if you're gonna ask me for scissors ask for a scissors in front of the class she's like can i have a scissor she made me ask can i have a scissors and she said that's mm-hmm. actually the correct way you're supposed to say it and i was I mean, just like what if you only had one scissor then that would be just like a fucking blade and you're not gonna just chop the paper you know what i mean it's a pair of scissors you know what i mean like it's two it means two mm-hmm. a pair two mm-hmm. like literally like i'm doing the motion the, the cutting motion with the with the number two you know Oh yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I got really, really. We could talk about. We could talk about crazy teachers all day, but we we got we got a podcast to get back to. Um. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But uh, Chris Columbus, the director of Prisoner, not Prisoner. Sorry, uh, the first two Harry Potters. First two Uh, Harry Potters. Yes. uh, Wants to direct Harry Potter's cursed child movie with the original trio. He's just throwing ideas out there. You know, there's nothing really uh, set in stone. There's absolutely nothing in concrete. You know what I mean? I'm not even sure if Daniel Radcliffe would want to come back after he's done so much hard work to separate himself. Uh, The the reason why he's saying this is because in his own words, he says the kids are actually the right age that plays the roles. And it makes sense because Cursed Child is set like when they're in their early 30s. Right, right. When they have have kids. kids Yeah. Yeah. And it focuses more on their children. And I have the book, but I haven't read it. Neither have um, I. But I know about it. Just it's, like how I have Midnight Sun sitting right here, and it's just looking at me. It's taunting you. It's not really taunting me. It, it is. No, no, no. It, it tries to taunt you. It's what like, You know wait. what's taunting me more than anything else? This Game of Thrones series that I have sitting here. And oh, it's yeah. just sitting here. Yeah, I bought a whole bunch of books over the summer and only read like half of them. But Anyways, right. look for maybe very light. Uh, 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 what is it? Cursed Child movie, I guess, coming out because the first two films are very lighthearted, fan fantasy. Mm, I don't think that he can make a lighthearted pass after the events of the previous movies. But then again, they will have kids. You know what I mean? What has he worked on since those films, though? <clears throat> Monkey Bone. No, don't say that. He did. Did he really? No, he didn't. He didn't direct it, but he did work on it. No, don't. He did. He was an executive producer. No. Oh. <sighs> he worked on. Oh, geez. There's. He was. He uh-huh. was the yep, director reading. of Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Yo, he was the director of Pixels. Do you remember Pixels? Mm-hmm. With Adam Sandler, the film about the the eight bit. I fucking shit. hated that movie. Oh, he did Bicentennial Man. 
Oh man! Ooh. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's got a doubt very, me. very interesting uh, track record. Why did he have good films in the beginning and then shitty films at the end? I don't understand how you go bad. Have you met Nicolas like Cage? Uh, I, okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, I forgot what I was talking about. There's no good way to make a transition. I threw this in here because I didn't know. Uh, it just was really weird to me. Super Troopers, if you don't know, is a comedy satire film about, what is it, Park Rangers? Something like this. State Troopers. State Troopers. That's what it is. And they have like a sequel and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't watched the film in forever, but I just don't. I just remember not like. Um, you need to go watch it right now. Uh, right now. Jeez. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> you saw what she did there. Oh, uh, man. Um, I haven't watched. I don't know where to watch the first film. Like, that's the thing. I don't know where to watch it. Where do you watch it? Is it on Netflix? It is not available on American Netflix. Okay. Cool. Well, you can rent it anywhere. Whatever. I don't want to rent it. Um, but the bro the comedy troupe behind Super Troopers, which is Broken Lizard, is apparently developing a new film for Searchlight Pictures titled Quasi, which is a satirical take on the classic story of the ho- Hunchback of Notre Dame. You should go watch um, Broken Lizard's Club Dread. <laughs> um... The, fo- the film will follow a hapless hunchback who yearns for love, but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France when each orders the hunchback to kill each other. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see. The film has just started production in Los Angeles. Um, it is being written by the troop members. Um, looking at what else. It says it's been a long time coming since it worked. Um... That's it. That's it. I just thought it was really weird because they're making a satirical Notre Dame film. And I wonder how that's going to turn out. <clears throat> and I ask you this question. I'm not going to ask you this question now because I asked you this question beforehand. But we f- I think we figured out that he was deaf instead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder how they're going to play that off. But uh, on to our last one before the break. Do you remember when no. Chris, Chris, you don't want to remember? <laughs> you don't want to remember when Chris Pratt was announced as as the voice of Mario? Chris Pratt uh, has been they, canceled. What? Chris Pratt has been canceled. You know that, right? Really? Uh-huh. Why? So, you know, um, well, maybe you don't. But anyway, he put he made a uh Instagram post. And in his Instagram post, he started going on about his new wife and how she produced him a healthy baby. And a lot of people have been uh, honing in on that because he has a disabled son with Anna Faris. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Chris Pratt has definitely been canceled uh, as of, like, this week. So, uh... I'm not saying anything. Wait, hold on. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he meant that. We'll, we'll, I don't know. That's, that's how the internet that's took a whole, it. You got to be really careful about what you write, especially in social media posts. I know that's that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to get again. Anyways, Chris Pratt's the Mar the the voice of Mario, which is surprising for the film, and I don't know how they're going to do that. Then you got uh, the, the, the Charlie Day as Luigi, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, which is mm-hmm. um 
who was Peach? Did they even say no? Jack Black was Bowser. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know who He's else. He's gonna they make said, a good Bowser. What? He's gonna make a good Bowser. Oh no, he'll make a great Bowser. But I just wonder how they're gonna do like these voices and stuff for these characters. Because like I'm so confused. Anna Taylor Joy is Peach. That's right. Uh, and then you got friend Armisen as Cranky Kong. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as comic. Uh, just looking through the name. And of course, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. And of course, for some reason, now Illumination is developing a Donkey Kong spinoff film with Seth Rogen. Uh, okay. Bro, King, <laughs> King Kong, my boy, is taking big, big rips from the bong, homie. He's, he's taking, he's going to be licking and smoking and rolling and and dealing with fat blunts i was all just curious about film. what the licking was for because you started that off a no bit. okay well, I, I, I got i got i got he's gonna I guess, be licking i'm like well okay he's an animal i got dyslexic <laughs> for a second it's you're rolling licking and then smoking so yeah that's what i meant to say but mm, my words got jumbled yeah so they're making a spinoff film jingle with, jangle uh, Fred Armisen will reprise his role, of course, as Cranky Kong. And, of course, they're probably going to bring in the other Kong. I wonder who they're going to get to play Diddy Kong. So, Seth Rogen. Oh, no. They would. Jonah Hill is Diddy Kong. <laughs> of course he is. He's the new James Franco. Uh, no. Oh, you mean David Franco? I thought you said James Franco for a second. No. Oh, David Franco. No, no, he would he, play... I said he's the new James Franco. Jonah Jonah Hill is like Seth, Seth Rogen's like compadre. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They've been in mm -hmm. a lot of movies together. They work really well. Wow. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> no, I was thinking. Okay, I gotta look up the Kong family, which is probably gonna give me like King Kong's family tree. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I think we're gonna move to the break. Now. Hello, guys. Our our break is coming up, and I'm gonna talk to Zach about Hollow Earth for an hour. Oh, cool. That's gonna be fun. Oh wait, I'm gonna bring. I okay. We're gonna come back, and I'm gonna talk about the Donkey Kong family tree when I come. bet. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And Welcome we are back. back. And you know, Zach left off with the... You get the Donkey Kong family tree, I found out. It's very uh, weird. I'm going to go over it briefly. Cranky Kong, Grinkly Kong, whatever you want to call it. They had a son called Donkey Kong Jr. who had a son called Donkey Kong. Yes, Donkey Kong is the son of Donkey Kong Jr. Get that through your skull. Well, then you have... You his... know what? He didn't want to go with the customs. He was like, ah. He, he said... He said uh, my dad, my dad, and Wrinkly Kong ain't shit, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, we're just gonna start it over. Yeah. So you got Donkey Kong, and then you got Chunky Kong, which is his cousin, but he's also got another cousin as Kinky Kitty Kong. Kinky but Kong. Kitty Kong. 
Kitty Kong is younger than Donkey Kong, yet it Diddy Kitty Kong is like the baby Donkey Kong at the same time. Yet it does not say here, but they're also probably like the grandsons of Cranky Kong and Wrinkly Kong. But that's not all. Chunky Kong has a girlfriend, which is Dick's. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. No, Donkey. They also have another cousin. Donkey Kong has another cousin, which is Dixie Kong, which is Diddy Kong's girlfriend. This is where it's going to get a little in, little weird. So low, Dixie Kong is related to Chunky low. Kong, Alabama which Chunky 100. Kong's... What? Alabama 100. Oh, yeah. Now, Dixie Kong is related to Chunky Kong, which Chunky Kong is related to Donkey Kong. And then you got Diddy Kong, which is Donkey Kong's nephew, who is who has the girlfriend Dixie Kong. So that means that Dixie Kong and Don Diddy Kong are cousins and they're dating each other. Then you got then you got Tiny Kong, which is Dixie's younger sister. And then you have Candy Kong, which is Donkey Kong's girlfriend, which could be like a offshoot of wrinkly kong having an affair with somebody and creating candy kong or something no that was lanky kong lanky kong was the 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 the, the other brother from another family or something like that uh orangutan people and then funky kong's the cool cousin and yeah that's it that's all i want to say i'm done talking about the kong family can we move on to the next topic absolutely not solely uh, solely because <laughs> Of I'm this. losing my mind by reading this shit. Uh, Kinky Kong, what did you find? I found something. You did not. Yeah, look at the, you have to read the tagline. That's the funniest part. Popular erotica director saying. No, 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 no. The tagline on the on the actual picture. You might have to click on the the thing. It, oh, it, it no. it's Amazon. Don't worry. The eighth wonder of the world likes to watch. Oh, this is shit. What is this garbage you brought across my screen? Uh, Speaking of <clears throat> garbage, we're going to move into our topic for gaming. Uh, um, uh, Discord has hinted at using crypto and NFTs, and apparently the community is very upset about this. I don't so, blame them, you know what I mean? Like, that's a really big shift. Uh-huh. So essentially what they're doing is CEO Discord recently teased that the world's largest gaming chat platform could potentially support cryptocurrency wallets. This has led to many users being nervous that their Nitro, which is a paid Discord service subscriptions, could be used to fund the scammy NFT ecosystem in the future. I'm not saying this is what the article says. Uh, people are just people are essentially very mad that they're using because there are people out there that believe NFTs and stuff like that are a scam. And I can see where they're coming from from that. There has been people who have taken it for granted and used it to scam people. Um, not all NFTs, I would say, are scams. I would not say... And I can see people's idea of thinking it's a worthless piece of crap and it's a piece of digital shit. But like at the same time, there are NFTs for movies, for music, for... Uh, shows for animations and stuff like that fully coming out that are like you can only get those through that through that and you won't be able to see that anywhere else unless you buy it that way so that's what I find unique about it It's it, NFTs are in this weird state of being good and bad at the same time and people are not happy that Discord is you thinking about going into that because it 
possible that the that people will use that to their advantage to scam people oh, through 100 100 that's gonna lead to scams yeah. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh d- people now are already scanning with freaking uh scamming not scanning scamming uh-huh. with yeah. nfts and uh yep. you know taking uh un untrademarked unlicensed pictures of things and turning them into NFTs and then selling them like it's their own property. There's gonna yep. there's gonna be a law have to be written about this. You know what I mean? Oh, there will be. Like, there's it, no law it, about it now. I know of that's what I'm saying, not. but this is so this new. Is, it's totally coming because this is uh, new ground. You know, never never mm-hmm. before been touched, and uh, you know they're gonna write some piece of legislation about this. So. Yeah, this is this is entirely new motive that. Too, and it's just the start so we're gonna see the good and bad of it it's coming and going and eventually it'll get into a good stale point but we're for right now it's in a it's in a changing period and speaking of changing periods sony has decided to uh do some changing it's not changing they, they just do a lot of acquisitions in the last year and their investments and whatnot sony, they got another investment sony is like the acquisition king this year honestly like mm-hmm. they've acquired so many fucking companies and like sure they're smaller companies but like that really adds up you know what i mean yeah like instead of just buying a triple a right off the bat you know but anyway sony has invested in devolver digital uh so and this is an update to the story uh sony has confirmed that it has invested in devol in devolver digital uh the official playstation twitter account posted today uh, saying that it's honored to be an investor so the original okay. story was that uh, <clears throat> Sony was reportedly investing, you know, and uh, they said Sony's going to make a 5% investment in the company. Uh, Devolver Digital has been valued at $950 million. It's it's just under that billion mark, you know what I mean? You, you want to know why? It's Fall Guys. They created Fall Guys. I'm sure that they did. You know what they, I mean? They're the guys that created Fall Guys, and I'm looking at all the that they've created that I've definitely heard of. Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Devolver Digital has two headquarters, one in Austin, Texas, uh, and another in London, UK. Uh, the new move onto the stock exchange has provided the company with $50 million in gross proceeds, which are set to be used to expand the company. So they're, they're planning on monopolizing. They plan on getting bigger, you know, and uh, Sony, right. Sony's like, I want to be a part of this. We like what you're doing. We're going to put some money. Uh, we're going to put some stake towards your towards what you're doing here. Yeah. So, you know, 5% owners like of something very, very large. Mm-hmm. And um, Devolver started back in 2009, rose to prominence with games such as Hotline Miami and Shadow Warrior. Uh, It is now one of the most notable publishers of indie games, having this year published uh, uh, Game of the Year contender Inscription, uh, Loop Hero, and Death's Door. Early next year, it will release Weird West, the new game from the founder of Arcane Studios. Uh... European law firm uh, that advised Devolver, Field Fisher, noted that the company has received a significant strategy investment from a key industry player. So literally, they're they're saying that Sony just stuck their hands in and was just like, "This is this is the way. <laughs> Show me the we way." Like he said, doing. "This is the way." We like what you're doing. We'll give you some money. Right. We'll, we like we'll, what we'll... you're doing, kid. 
let me uh let me finesse you know but yeah I'll fill you I'll fill your pocket I'll fill your pockets with gold coin exactly exactly I'll fill you with coin make my investment uh, worth my while <laughs> yeah literally speaking of work oh man but that's cool to hear and they're getting funding and stuff so which is really nice to hear. I mean, it's small studios getting more funding, and that's always good to hear. That's not even a small studio. It's almost a billion dollar studio at this point. True, true. They make a bunch of they make a bunch of uh, offhand games and stuff like that, but they make enough of them that people uh, notice them. Right, right. Uh, like they have three or four that are like noticeable. So uh, speaking of being very noticed, Ubisoft, <laughs> uh, Activision Blizzard, everybody not like, necessarily they, they, for this, the right reasons. <laughs> This whole thing has been a th still a thing, and Ubisoft has been having issues with like employees and mismanagement, and been in that same concept of uh, misogyny, sexism, racism, all in the workspace. And Ubisoft employees open public petitions seeking support for reform demands. So, last week we did not cover this, but Ubisoft employee group A. Better Ubisoft, Group A Better Ubisoft is what they're called, criticized the slow pace of change at the company, especially when compared to that of Activision. Now, presumably, to I mean, ramp I up. I mean, to be fair, the name, the word act is definitely in their name. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, man, they're, they're, I, I think, who would you say is bigger, Ubisoft or Activision? I would say Activision. You know, Activision has been around much longer and ha has, be like also a bunch of acquisitions for with a bunch of other contenders too. Not just Call of Duty either. Not just Call of Duty. They also own Blizzard and they own all of that subsidiaries and everything. Are you sure they that they own Blizzard? Because I'm sure I think Blizzard's its own company. Okay, hold on. It's it's well, no, it's called Activision Blizzard. I'm pretty sure they they both oh, like. Oh, so they're merged. it's a merger company. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they merged together at some point. Yeah, parent organization Activision Blizzard is what they would be called. Activision Blizzard. So, okay, yeah. yeah, so 50-50. That's cool. It was founded founded in 2008 between the two companies. Um, but yeah, anyways, I was talking about uh, the employee reform. Uh, now presumably to ramp up the pressure on Ubisoft management to uh, ex Jesus, a scene uh, the demands employees are seeking support from the public. And this is what the, the tweet a tweet said is you disappoint us, you be a soft CEO, you have us Goulamont, hundred days, zero demands meant. Surely you can do better than So this is a reference to an open letter signed by Ubisoft employees and sent to management in July that laid out four specific demands that have so far gone unmet. Stop promoting and moving unknown offenders from studio to studio, team to team with no repercussions. This cycle needs to end. Uh, we want to we want a collective seat at the table to have a meaningful say in how Ubisoft as a company moves forward from here. Cross industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules and processes that all studios can handle used to handle these off offenses in the future. And this collaboration must heavily involve employees in non-management positions and union representatives. So pretty much <clears> they <throat> want to say that they want equal standing at the table as, yep. as one of the one of the heads of the, the company. Yep, that's essentially what it is. That, uh, that, they want to be recognized. Honestly, to me, like, if you 
if you raised a company up from nothing, like even after like the fact, even like if the owner wasn't involved, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Their name is being smeared. So wouldn't you think that they'd act a little bit faster? You know what I mean? Like I, I really just can't believe that they haven't at least agreed to one of these terms. Cause this isn't like the, you're just rereading the same letter that we've been reading over and over and over again. And and they, they have done nothing you know what i mean there has, like there has been a change my, so. fav- my favorite out of this list so far though is the cross industry collaboration i think mm-hmm. that 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 should be something that every like how there's an actor's guild you know what i mean like every yeah. a- every actor works for the actor's guild you know what i mean that's how you get paid and yeah. uh i feel <laughs> like you should do the same thing for video games very true um Apparently, only yesterday, Activision Blizzard committed to increase their number of women and non-binary workers to 50% within five years. And in just three months, it seems that they have listened to the concerns of employees. And act- This is something... Wait, hold on. What was this said by... Dude, you know, this sounds this like a great opportunity for me to go get hired. Uh, along with the promise to increase the percentage of women and non-binary... Binary employees, Activision also waived mandatory arbitration. Oh, this is Met Activision. This isn't Ubisoft. Never mind. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Ubisoft just needs to do better. That's essentially what they're saying. Yeah, and I agree that's with literally that. everything that they're saying. They're just like, hey, we're going to reiterate everything that we've been saying for the last 100 days, and mm. uh, you're going to fucking listen to us because we're going to scream at the top of our lungs. Or else there will be repercussions, and it definitely... It's definitely going to be a company walkout, you know what I mean? Uh They're like, we're not going to do any fucking work until you do anything. And then threatening, that is a big issue, you know what I mean? Because, like, sure, there's a lot of supply, but, like, is it good? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you mean. Like... (sighs) Well, we'll see how much that keeps going, because that's not done, of course. So... Exactly. But yeah. uh, anyway, moving on to the next one, uh, we're going to move away from a more. I thought we said no more sad news. No, I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we, we're coming back for Harry Potter stuff. We had one more Harry Potter. This H- is more game. HP, baby. But anyway, Hogwarts yeah. Legacy will seemingly be released after the next Fantastic Beasts movie without Johnny Depp. Mad. Mm-hmm. Um, Hogwarts Le- Legacy is slated to launch after the theatrical release of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore in 2022. Uh, Reddit user Seer Pumpkin shared a toy. That's world- the name? Seer Pumpkin, yes. No, 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 no. The, the Fantastic Beats, Beast film, the third film, Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. That's the name? Yeah. I don't like it. Me either. I don't like it. But, uh, anyway... Uh, they shared a Toy World magazine interview in which Warner Brothers general manager Rachel Wack Wack Lee uh, hinted. <laughs> sorry, hinted. Whack. Right, I'm sorry. I'm uh, so annoyed. so fucking whack. Uh, hinted this that new Harry Potter game is gonna be fucking whack as shit. His clothes whack. His style whack. Whack. His whack. Potter whack. His scar whack. <laughs> oh no. His glasses whack. No. Me, whoa, 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 I'm tight whoa, whoa, as fuck. Whoa. whoa, don't diss the glasses, okay? He brought the round style back, all right? The green eyes, whack. <laughs> <laughs> I have green eyes. I get well, to say that. Well, fuck you too, bud. 
Uh, anyway, speaking. Didn't they have to change the eyes in the in the film because Dan Reckless was allergic to contacts? I'd be allergic to contacts as fuck if it got me out of wearing fucking contacts. I I think that was an actual owl. It doesn't matter. It's whatever. Anyways, continue on 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 the on what you're talking about on Hogwarts leg- legacy made by Whack. Um, Wackley touched on some new developments coming through next year. She referred to two major releases, quote unquote, in 2022, with the first being Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, which recently moved up to the theatrical release calendar to April 15th, and the second being Hogwarts Legacy, which was delayed in January. The second major release of 2022 will be for a new console game is what she has pretty much said so like yeah expect it in 2022 probably about yeah second quarter third quarter the fuck is this is this just a j like a, a jrpg of hogwarts so not a jrpg that's a that's a japanese just an rpg of hogwarts yeah okay that's it, it might be an mmo though hold on Hogwarts Libraries Legacy. No, it's a an immersive open world RPG set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter book. Okay, but they're gonna. They're, eventually, the, they're going to introduce some sort of online function. Like, it is what, set in the late 1800s in the Wizarding. So it's set a hundred, like hundred, like two hundred years before. Interesting. Well, uh, speaking of two hundred years before, try like a thousand years after Mass uh-huh. Effect. The new poster has is teasing the future of the series. So that's exciting. A new poster released in celebration of N7 Day has teased a bit of the future of Mass Effect and its next entry. Shared on Twitter by the official Mass Effect Twitter account, the image appears to be simply a ship landing on a planet near a crater. However, the shape of the crater and the circle in the middle are very rem- reminiscent of the Geth. A group of networked AI beings that were created by the Quarians, but eventually rose up and gained sentience. Uh, Legion was a Geth and was a member of Shepard's team. He was a very special Geth. I loved Legion. He was a great character. I used him all the time. Uh, So if you look closely at the image, you can see a group of four characters leaving the ship, potentially hinting at the party size of the next Mass Effect. Like, which is pretty cool, you know, four characters. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so then you get to choose three instead of, uh, like, two. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Nope, wrong one. I'm helping fix some of some of the mistakes that I've made. Oh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, the the near the crater... I forgot where I left off. It moved. It moved, dude. Like, and I was just I know. like, "Oh I moved no!" So much shit around. Like, uh, if you look closely at the image, you can see a group of four characters potentially. Go. Yeah, in the group, there appears to be at least one Krogan, like Rex, and possibly a Solarian, like Morden, or Turian, like Garrus. Uh, they're very small, so it's hard to tell if they could be anything for real. Wait, uh, hold on. They're very small. I can increase the size. You still won't be able to see them. You don't know that. There you go. Yeah, no. <laughs> it takes up the entire page. It's just a fucking blur, dude. But anyway, uh, uh, what the? <laughs> Why is it all the way up here in the Hogwarts thing? 
You don't. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Keep it's going. It's fine. Like half of my article was underneath that. Okay, not, hold on. Not half, oh. but like. Oh wait, that's the wrong. That's the wrong button. Oh God. I'm. I'm going back. My I'm, article. I'm, my article. I'm reversing time. <laughs> there you go. I fixed it. <laughs> uh. Okay. The ship also bears the letters SFX for reference. The Normandy from the original trilogy had been uh had the sign SR one. Uh, near the crater, we also see the body of a dead Geth. While this may be a stretch, is there a possibility that this is the body of Legion and this is the planet Rannoch? Uh While his death can occur in multiple ways, Legion does meet his end on Rannoch in Mass Effect 3. Like, <sighs> he was a homie for real. Uh, once, again, <laughs> once again, this could just be a tease and not make it into the final game, but this is another hint of a possible returning character after an Asari that much resembled Liara to Sony uh, appeared in the new Mass Effect's announcement trailer. Uh, the new Mass Effect looks to take place far in the future after the original trilogy, and uh, Liara, uh, the body of Legion, could be one of the few remaining characters who could last that long. Liara looks much older than how we see her in the games, and Asari are known to live past a thousand years. So uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. this is all speculation, and it's uh, pretty hopeful, you know, thinking that Legion would make it in there again somehow, but he was a good character, like I said. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on in some more game stuff. We, we got more space-related space games. Moving yes. from Mass Effect to Halo... Talking about bad guys, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite's bad guy, which apparently the devs say is a creepy little dude. Creepy little dude. I know. So I'm going to go into I I don't know anything about this this new the, like the new story or anything because I haven't looked into it. But apparently the new villain is is what I is going to be what they they've decided. And that name of that villain is named Jaga. I'm going to fucking mess up this name. Radomni. <clears throat> who basically sounds like the Jokerified version of Master Chief's enemy turned ally, the Arbiter. So essentially what they've decided is Jaga is almost like the inverse of what you expect from the Arbiter. Essentially, we asked ourselves, what is the psycho element of the Arbiter? And they took the psycho elements of the Arbiter and made an entire character based off of that. One of the things we tried to do with Jaga is make him into the creepiest, most disturbing character that's been in Halo. Just every time you see him, he looks at things as prey. The whole experience of how he toys with Chief is just how he is. So, Creepy. yeah. Get ready to deal with a very strange, scare, uh, demented uh, villain for the series. Which, I mean, of course, there's been demented villains in the series before, but this looks like they're going to take it up on a whole nother level. Um, that's it. That's all I kind of want to know. Oh, wait, no. It says, like most enemies in the Halo Infinite, Jenga belongs to a group known as the Banished, which was... Uh, which was a, introduced in Halo Wars 2, which is basically a... It's like a... It's like a rogue covenant like group. Like they're part of the covenant, but they became their own rogue group away from them. Um, and they sport crimson red uh, colors instead of purple. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, it seems interesting. I'll want. I just need to see more about about them, and that's it. That's all I want to talk about Halo Infinite for because 
the next topic is going to be a bit big because it's all about Elden Ring because 15 minutes of new gameplay came out and oh boy does it look interesting. One thing that people have noticed, there's no pause feature right now. I don't know if that's going to be implemented into the game somewhere. I mean, Dark Souls doesn't really have like a big, they don't have a pause feature. They have like more like a save state feature, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I so. suppose that you can just like hover over the, the save state feature, you know, mm. to pause it. But here's the thing. So here's some things that we found out. I this this article found out from the trailer itself, and they asked the the developers themselves about this stuff. So one thing that they figured out is the vast creatures have names or have names. So essentially, all the creatures that are going to be in the game will all for name. So apparently, uh, that's really cool to hear. So apparently, you got these large urn creatures with arms. We've seen in screenshots earlier this year. They do have names. Alexander the Iron Fist, no less. You have that name. You also got these pot boys. Uh, you have uh, there's just a few things that like are thrown in here. Uh, apparently, it, this place is going to be called the Lands Between. Uh, it's caravan of random enemy behind a huge vehicle. It's being pulled by giants with spears on their backs. This vision stopped the figure. Uh, Essentially, that's another thing. Uh, another one thing is that the world is exciting to explore. So that means there's going to be a lot of stuff that you can look through and find in the world. Since this is going to be from software's biggest game yet. And it's going to be fully open world-esque. Just like, I think, just like Dark Souls, but a lot more open world. And you get to explore however you Another thing is apparently the hitbox has been uh, uh, adjusted. They really like decided to go into it and, and try to make these hitboxes as responsive as possible from what the gameplay looks like, which is really nice. I really like that because sometimes in their past games, you yeah, have the issue. You, of you would have like to freaking mow somebody down. A janky ass hitch, hit, hitbox for yeah, a character. Janky as it happens. But, some, but it seems like they, they actually got it down this time. It's also, nice. It's nice to see um, that they finally learned how to use a collider. All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> By the way, so there's something called summons in the game, which apparently look like you're able to summon your summon stuff from you. Uh, apparently, there's uh, uh, it says it implies that our power level as players is potentially incredibly high. So that means we have the ability over time as you grow and level up. And it seems like your summoning abilities can get really, really intense, which is really nice to hear. Basically, it sounds like you're going to become a living god near the end. And I'm I'm fully okay with that, especially in a Dark Souls game. Do you know how refreshing that would feel in a Dark Souls game when you get to the end and you feel like a fucking badass that can just kill these enemies? By the way, that have been destroying you since the very beginning of the game. <clears throat> I feel like that'd be a very Yeah, I don't like games with that sharp of a learning curve. I want to have fun and not be stressed out the entire time. Although a little pressure is nice, like the amount that that game uh, applied made it unplayable for me. I, I can get past it. It doesn't bother me too many, too much, as long as I just I kind of deal with it. Uh, it's just, I don't know, you have to have some patience with it. Anyway, since we're talking about Dark Souls, or, well, at least the people who create it, or in a sense like... I guess Souls likes games since Elden Ring is just about to come out this February. 
um this next february uh there's a new uh, apparently souls like game also coming out that i saw a trailer <laughs> for and it's based entirely on pinocchio pinocchio yeah yeah, Pinocchio the fairy tale, if you don't know. And it does look like a collective fever dream, like this article says. South Korean developer Round 8 Studio has released a sizable chunk of alpha gameplay from Lies of P, which is attentively uh, set to arrive on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC in 2023, so we won't be seeing this for a while. But from the, what the footage shows us, it obviously looks like an action RPG, obviously influenced by the Souls franchise, with stunning visuals, fast and brutal combat, variety weaponry, and enemy types and works. And it does look a little fun. It looks like it, it's going to be a unique uh, standpoint. I don't know exactly. It looks like it has spell casting that's going to be a lot different. Um, oh, man. It says Pinocchio approaching the APAB sign hung from the strung up body of a mechanical man. Many assume the stance for all puppets are bastards, a reference to the all cops are bastards slogan as seen in the rise of the prominence over the last. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all that aside, I don't know. It looks good. It looks basically you're going to be fighting puppets, mechanoid puppets as Pinocchio with a with a with like different weapons and what one of them was like a big log. Uh, saw that you could like chop people down with and whatnot. It looked really cool. So I'll look for that when it comes out in like two years or whatnot. But on to our last two. Our last very strange topics. Yeah, these um, are definitely uh, one of the more strange ones that we've seen. Yeah, so the first one is is is, a, is just a, it's a, just a like a, a war like an appetizer for the one that's coming after. So, you know the film Scream coming out on January 14th of 2022. Scream 5, but officially called Scream, as they're trying to revamp it for the new modern era. Um, it's getting its own cereal with it. It's a very own theme cereal called Strawberries and Scream, being produced in the UK in promotion for the upcoming film. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. The product comes from Serial Killer, who describes the product as the world's first official Scream cereal, available exclusively at Serial Killer, which I'm going to guess is an online brand. This isn't just amazing cereal. Collector's Box is the first ever talking cereal box. You'll know what your favorite scary movie is once you get your hands on the box of Scream cereal. So it talks to you? The strawberries and cream flavor mellow cluster is packed with a strawberry and cream punch and loads of strawberry jelly bits with whole dehydrated mushroom. Mushrooms. Jesus. No. <laughs> it's not what it is. Um, it is loads of strawberry jelly bits and whole dehydrated marshmallows. Mushrooms, bro. <laughs> Mushrooms, bro. Uh that's Marshmallow, no, strawberries and scream cereal with dehydrated mushrooms. Ew, man, nasty. Okay, just I guess if you live in the UK, you can buy this. I don't think you, we can buy this in the US, sadly. But uh, speaking of something that I don't even think we're going to be able to get. No, you can buy it online. Yeah, you uh, can buy it online, but they said it's like going to be extremely rare, essentially. Uh, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna type. I'm going to the website right now just to see what I like, what I can do. But you want to take this last one away since it is yours. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll take it away, man. Um, so, Arby's, am I right? No, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a real mm-hmm. big fan. Curly fries. I'm not a real big fan of Arby's, if you want my opinion. I only like one of their sandwiches. Well, yeah, one of their, it's their chicken bacon Swiss, and that's it. Yeah. It's like, it's just chicken, bacon, Swiss, lettuce, tomatoes, honey mustard. I mean, that that's sounds, it. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It doesn't sound bad. But anyway, uh-huh. Arby's fries, you know, they have a he they have that certain uh ginse quoi, if you would, you know what I mean? That uh mm-hmm. that's uh good shit if you would. Uh mm-hmm. and, and someone decided to turn it into uh, uh an amalgamation of something that should have never crea- been created. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like uh so they have made Arby's fry flavored vodka. Why? Why? No. Dude, okay. I don't, I don't even know. How? I don't even and know why that would taste. Who? Good. Who <laughs> is this for? Let me let me break this down for you. You want some vodka? I personally like vodka. I ha- I will drink vodka. But the thing is here, I don't want my vodka to taste salty. I don't want it to sting and still hurt at, on the way down as the vodka. <clears throat> Jeez. As as the vodka. Uh, goes into down my gullet because one thing vodka burns and then the saltiness of the vodka is is <laughs> not gonna help <laughs> it's not gonna help uh, i i feel like it's also gonna have like a grittiness to it that it should not have yeah yeah you, like salt grains at the bottom of the bottle you know just ready to give you hypertension and slide right down your throat nice and salty grating your throat tearing it apart (laughs) at the same time i didn't say rock salt goddamn (laughs) you don't know what they'd put in it himalayan peak salt by the way if you go to the website that they have this on it's just called arbysvodka.com it's it has like a counter and stuff so you got this vodka you know what arby's needs a game console that's what the fuck they need it's just (laughs) it's just (laughs) just a a giant roast beef sandwich I was just gonna say it's just a pile of beef that you shove. That's disgusting. Like Don't into. fucking say that out loud ever again to me. It's not just a giant pile of warm beef. It overheats. <laughs> have, it overheats just like the, the original meat. Xbox. Bump, bump, bump. And it it's, zooms it's called, in. It's called the meat cube, and it's just a cube of meat <laughs> that it they squishes. that they mush together. It like just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and, when oh. it opens when the disc tray opens it has this it, creepy whirring but it's like a wet whirring it doesn't <laughs> add, it, it still has a, it still has a disc tray it's it sputters you know a bit i purposefully bought the ps5 with the disc tray because i have ps4 games on disc and not digitally so no i meant like by disc tray i meant like the one that opens up and comes out to warm like, your that beef? Was kind of, what to warm your beef or to play the game? No, to play the games. The oh. ones like the original, like the older Xbox and PlayStation were the like. I don't know if the PS3 or the. No, they probably didn't have that. Um, yeah, uh, if you're talking about like a physical disc tray that pops out, PS3 mm-hmm. did not have one. Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah, I, no, I knew you, it didn't you, have you one. You slid it in. Uh, between, Sideways. Yeah, between the black. Uh, or you threw it at it. Layers. Or you threw it at it, like, sideways, too. Bro, have you seen videos um, of that guy doing that? 
half. It's he impressive. does it for so, many, so long until he actually gets it, which is insane. I know, um, right? but it's impressive. <clears throat> what we were talking about, fried vodka. Buy this if you want it. Honestly, it's probably going to go for like $200, just base ma- value. That's what it is. Well, yeah, it's a limited uh, edition thing. They're not making that yeah, shit again. And they did you know what? If you buy this and you try it, I, I hope it doesn't taste good because you know it's not going to taste good and you just wasted your money. You know. Uh, yeah, you know. This is a limit. This is a cl- item that's all it is if you're gonna if you're gonna buy it i i don't i wouldn't even open the bottle just keep it as it is don't even open the bottle and then sell it it in 10 years yeah like so yeah no that's actually probably the best use it as an investment for later on down in life i'm serious somebody Um, will buy that in 10 years like as long as the bottle's like (laughs) kept in a nice cool place and it doesn't get Mm -hmm. all hot and stuff like that yeah do you think do you think over time like it would start to like a uh, separate separate what like turn back into french fries well <laughs> <laughs> like like it has it has to have at least some saltiness to it right i don't know why we're thinking that this is such a weird thing honestly because uh it's not vod- things like this vodka, have been done before no vodka's made out of potatoes it, it is it is that is true i, I mean yeah that is true I don't know. It's I'm just pretty sure taking... it's just a normal vodka that doesn't actually taste like fries. You understand here's, what here's, I'm saying? Here's like, my... I think they're just saying Arby's like curly fries to like slap mm-hmm. the fries on there and sell more bottles. Here's my thing about this is that I feel like what they're they're, they're implying Ooh. is that they took fries, fried them, made them, and then they. <laughs> she was just being they, cute. She uh... did a nice big stretch. I was just like. <laughs> Um, they essentially took those fries and then made them into vodka from there. They didn't take the potatoes, but you know what? We're gonna get off this topic. It's the end of the end of the podcast. We're done for tonight. Um, yeah, I made Candy Kong. Like we're done. Yeah, it is late, so we'll talk to you this weekend. We'll definitely see talk to you guys this weekend. Uh, unlike this last weekend, so yeah. yeah. Well, um, you can thank midterms for that. So. Yeah, thank midterms for that. Uh, but we will see you guys next time with whatever we got going on. Yep, see you next time. So, see ya. <laughs> it seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.